0: This episode contains depictions of violence that some may find triggering or disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Has been forever. Um, At this point, I've forgotten how to even make a podcast.
1: Uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Both of us trying to figure out how do we do this technology again? Uh.
1: What is this? (laughs) I even like, I was setting up for this as if I was setting up for work. I like took all my work stuff out (laughs) because I've still been working from bed basically. Mm-hmm. Nice. Took it all away and then I brought in like my computer and like I was setting it up like I was getting ready to work and I was like, wait a second, this is different different materials. Yeah. This isn't this is a podcast. This is different.
0: So we took quite a break, dear listeners. I'm sure um our
1: Uh, faithful
0: followers have definitely noticed we even had somebody um, message us on Instagram being like are you guys gonna post content (laughs) or like they didn't say it like that they said it much nicer they're like I'm just curious like how often you plan to post things and I'm like okay that's passive-aggressive but also fair because we did not announce it totally fair (laughs) it's totally fair I'm like please keep following us like we're about to come out (laughs) from our break we're coming back <laughs> no, yes. um I've been traveling so much um working on stuff around the house and mostly just being out of the country literally and uh that was tough to carry yeah. the podcast on with and also <laughs> Laura, you've got stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot going on. It 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 felt like a lot and yet at the same time not a lot. It was minimal things quantitatively Mm -hmm. small but um also not great I had I was on bed rest basically Mm -hmm. and um then I had a procedure and I've been recovering and I've my emotions have been all over the place and yeah yeah it's been hard I've been like literally at the point of having to just remind myself to but brush my teeth twice a day shower every day and eat what I can yeah you know some of those bare minimum take care of yourself kind of
0: days yeah yeah no, it's good to focus on that when things are so crazy yeah yeah I, I bet it's been just taking not just a physical but like an emotional mental toll as well
1: Oh, definitely. I, yeah. I it actually pushed me to finally call Kaiser and get set up with a therapist. I kept saying I oh, would do great. it, but then I was like, oh, no, I think I could probably handle this. I could probably handle that." And I had one day where I was just spiraling so badly mm. that I called and <laughs> I was like, "I think I need to do this."
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so happy you did.
1: Yeah, that's great I am too.
0: Um. Well, okay. So this episode. Welcome. This is The New Witches, in case, you know, in case you're in the wrong podcast. You're like, this isn't (laughs) my podcast. You're listening to The New Witches. Um, We're quite late. Uh, As we said, we kind of took like a two week break. And
1: yeah,
0: we're this is the listeners episode, the listener stories episode that we usually comes out on the 13th of the month. It'll be coming out the 14th on a Wednesday and Wednesday is usually our day where we have mm-hmm. our regular episodes. That will also be pushed to Thursday. It's just the best that we can do, but we really appreciate everyone's patience and yes. understanding. But man, I'm so excited to kind of just get back in the swing of things like vacation and traveling and all that yeah. is fun and all, but then you start losing structure and I don't know, I end up craving yeah. that structure Towards the end of vacation, like I'm like I'm actually looking forward to going back to work and having like you know just a regimen again,
1: right? Yes, absolutely. And I, I can I just say I just noticed you're wearing glasses. Oh, do you still have to?
0: No. Okay. So all right. I also just got LASIK. Everyone like. 24 hours ago
1: um
0: these glasses are non-prescription they're just blue light blocking so these will be the only glasses that i will have to wear other than of course sunglasses when i'm outside actually (laughs) so yeah it's wild um for those who don't know when you get lasik you kind of like it works kind almost right away um mm-hmm. even when i was super uncomfortable my sight was super super cloudy um right after the surgery and and Gavin's driving me home and i could already tell him like oh that's a little sharper than usual they did give me the sedative to like sleep off literally all day i think i slept 4 hours yesterday after i got back from the <laughs> surgery i literally only woke up to have <laughs> some frozen yogurt and then I woke up again to have dinner, and then I went back to bed, and then I had a full night's sleep. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, holy crap. I see better now than I ever did, even with my glasses or contacts. It's wild. Oh, Yeah, I'm just, you so know. Cool. Un so cool. Unfortunately, I'm going to be, like, hooked on these, you know, eye drops for the next few months. I have, right now, I'm at the point where I, I need to take these mm-hmm. lubricating eye drops every 15 minutes just because, like, I, I still feel like I have something in my eye, and I can't okay. rub my eye, and I have to wear these super attractive goggles for four days when oh. I sleep. It's fine. Um, no, but yeah. So <laughs> that's why. Long story short, why I'm still wearing glasses. They're just they're just blue light blocking. Okay, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Laser eyes.
0: that's what gavin kept saying he's like you're gonna be like that dude from uh, (laughs) x-men cyclops yeah Mm -hmm.
1: you have to keep your your visor on and then (laughs) exactly
0: for his protection
1: exactly like that yeah yeah
0: all right let's kick off these stories i can't wait i miss our listeners so much
1: and we have some good, we got, I think we each have three each, and then we have two Google voicemails.
0: Oh my gosh. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's Great. really exciting. And I've been All looking right. at the notification on my phone this entire time mm-hmm. being like, mm, there's two, I can't, I can't mark it as, as, as listened to yet. Cause I can't listen to it till we record. Mm-hmm. I don't like notifications on my phone. Same. I will often click on it just to get rid of it. That is why I often forget to text people back because I will look when I'm not supposed to be on my phone and I make it go mm-hmm. away. So I'm excited. I have this, the one notification I've left <laughs> and we're going to get it taken care of. And I feel good about that.
0: Awesome. Um, should I go first? <laughs> or yeah, do you go for it? it. Okay. You can hear it. So this first story is from Jenny M.W. She goes by She, Her, Hers and she says i have a lot of paranormal and witchy experiences so it took me a bit to pick one out so here we go i work at a hospital i clean patient rooms and i'm trained in almost all areas to clean the ones they usually toss me in when they need me is l&d labor and delivery <gasps> uh, oh but i can help. i can imagine that's messy <laughs> and disgusting yeah <laughs> um this story happened back in 2012, 2013. I was in the recovery area when I heard someone say, "Hey, right behind me." I jumped and turned around, but saw no one. These mm-hmm. four rooms are separated by curtains, and is in an and is in I think a little bit of a typo, and aren't further a- away from the other rooms. The only way in, the only way in was the two doors in front of me. After looking around, I didn't find anyone. To note, the labor rooms are pretty soundproof, apart from the muffled screams. <laughs> <laughs> and that hey was loud and clear. About two minutes later, I heard giggling in the area and chose to ignore it. Then the room became freezing cold. A nurse who had come by to use the computer in this area, area even noticed the cold. And when we checked to see if the, the, the temp was down, it wasn't. Some, not even the thermometer. Or like the thermostat.
1: Was picking that up. interesting
0: that's when i started to get nervous girl i would too um as soon as giggling like disembodied giggling happens i'm out (laughs) i'm out there will be a maria shaped hole in the wall no thank you
1: but would you prefer giggling over growling
0: both are equal (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) i do not care any disembodied audible like noises i am peace out girl scout (laughs) (laughs) um i finished cleaning up that area and went to the trash and linen rooms to get rid of things i've used these two small rooms for years but this time as i opened the door to the linen chute i about flinched because of someone standing in front of me However, after half a second, I realized that there wasn't actually anyone there, but a large, massive shadow. (sighs) Not my own, but visibly standing in front of me, I couldn't see the wall past it, just as if a regular person was standing there. But this presence was overwhelming and spooky, and after a moment, it was gone in a blink. I was terrified. When it was time to go, I went down to the tunnel. It connects both buildings underground and dropped off my stuff in our break room and headed to the tunnel to leave. I got this massive headache and I took off my glasses. As I looked up, I saw a similar shape standing in front of the double doors leading to the tunnel. Oh my God. I don't like this next sentence. I watched (laughs) it. Oh God. I watched it crouch down and crawl to the side. (laughs) Right next to the stupid push plate used to the, to open the doors. <gasps> what an asshole. You bet that I ran, slapped the button, and booked it through the tunnel. Not fun. What made things worse was that that fig, stupid figure followed me home. <gasps> I was living with my parents at that time. And this thing started tossing pictures off walls and items from high up shelves. Our dog wouldn't even enter my room anymore. And it broke one of my favorite glass unicorn statues I had. Oh, sorry that's my timer for my eye drops um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Uh, one of my favorite glass unicorn statues I had since I was little I was pissed luckily after talking to two of my friends they helped me work out getting it to leave thankfully it was easy enough to. it was easy enough to get out I'm gonna pause here because I have to put on these drops in before I
1: oh yeah yeah lubricate Back long, long, long time ago, when I dated a stoner, I partook a little bit, mm-hmm. and I had this moment where I was—they I think they were putting in eye drops—and I was like, "Oh, you have to lubricate your eyes. You have to moisturize your eyes." And I was like, oh, "Moist your eyes, <gasps> moisturize just for your eyes." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or you or I <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: It, you couldn't be living it when you live with someone who smokes all the time. It's not the you, dumbest it,
0: thought, it, really. It's actually it's pretty really not.
1: Hmm. It's a thinker.
0: It's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. <laughs> Next paragraph. Flash forward to about twenty seventeen. My friend is living with me and my boyfriend, now husband, for a little while and she was working at the same hospital as me. And also started working in L&D. Now, labor and delivery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Industry term. Um, Now (laughs) I... (laughs) Because I know now I'm in the know. (laughs) I'm going to be the most obnoxious person in the delivery room. Like, hi, I need to be taken to an L&D room. (laughs) You know what that means. (laughs) I've done my research. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Back to the story. Um, And also started working in L&D. Now, I didn't mention what happened. At this point, I put it behind me. And then one day, she messaged me frantically while working, telling me of this massive shadow figure that she saw lurking in the linen chute. Yeah, I wasn't happy. I told her about my experience. Luckily, nothing followed her home. But it did, however, give me relief knowing someone witnessed that presence other than me. The worst part of these experiences is when people don't believe you. Oh, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. You both rock, and I absolutely adore your podcast. It's really getting me back into my witchy work after working through the stupid pandemic. Blessed be. Oh, I love that. Aww. Thank you so much, okay. Jenny, for writing that in. I'm so sorry you had to go through that because that sounds like my living hell.
1: I've got questions though. I want to know how mm-hmm. you got it out. I want to know yeah. how big it was. I want to know the shape. Like of its it. height? Yeah, I want to know its height. Mm-hmm. And I wanna know um when it followed you home, was it in the car with you? Did you experience it in the car?
0: Or was just, like, just, shit starting to happen in our home after? Yeah,
1: I just I just want to know.
0: They do love to just, like, use you as a chauffeur sometimes. I think I mentioned when I had that one entity just, like, commuting with me for a week. Mm-hmm. Just ignoring it, and then it pulled my fucking hair. It's never fun. I'm so sorry. Um, Jenny, that that happened to you, but it's cool that you got rid of it. I'm also curious too, so definitely, yeah, Right in, was easy. yeah, write in and let us know right back. Yeah, all right, off to you, okay, Laura. My
1: turn, my turn. I've got Ashley K, she, her, hers, and she writes, Hey, y'all, I'm Ashley K, and I'm a 27 year old newbie witch. I just started, I I added the just, I'm sorry. I started practicing and researching a little after the new year. Let me just say, there's the just, I love your podcast and listening to it makes me feel a little less alone since I'm in the broom closet to everyone except my loving boyfriend. I felt the need to send in a message with a few of my stories about ghosts, paranormal and witchy instances. Feel free to use whichever one fits the bill. (laughs) All of them.
0: (laughs) Write them all in.
1: Yes. It's not too. It's not too long. This is perfect. Okay, so the first instance I ever had is when we were living in a small house in Ang- Avinger, Texas, Avenger, 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 Texas.
0: The Avengers.
1: Oh. Avenger. <laughs> a-, a ginger vin- Avenger. Um, that's Black Widow. I had the <laughs> well, in Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and uh, in the comics, there's there's a few more. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Moving on. I had, Sorry.
1: I had the room in the back of the house that had a door to the backyard. This was before I realized that I could sense spirits and energies. I'm brand new to understanding this skill. Well, I had the old Target Cash Register toy, and when you slid the credit card through the register, it would say, Thank you, come again. <laughs> well, guess what started happening randomly in the middle of the night? Oh. It started going off and my mom said it was because the train tracks were really close to our house. Kind of understand. Uh, uh,
0: Like the vibrations? Yeah. I guess. It's
1: a movement. Get this, though. I remembered that the train wasn't going by the house when this used to happen. Okay. Years pass by and we eventually move out of the house. One, it never went off once in our new house. And two, I told one of my friends who used what used to happen and she tells me that in the house across the street from us a little girl passed away in a fire oh i never knew what happened to the house in front of our old ones since it was just the base that must have like burned all the way down mm-hmm. um but now i know that my toy register went off because the little, the little girl wanted to play with me and my toys that's actually oh, really sweet that's cute she's probably sad she moved away <laughs> Hopefully a kid moved in. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Overall, this is my sweet story. The next two get extremely creepy. Oh. For you to understand this next one, just look up Jefferson, Texas real quick and realize how haunted this place is.
0: Should we do that right now?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Do we need to do an episode on, on, uh, on this? Did you? Do you hey, I am speech? due for
0: paranormal, so...
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask, have you done your research for it yet?
0: Nope. <laughs> I could totally I do it.
1: I haven't done mine either, so it's all good.
0: It's great. It's all oh, great. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most haunted town in Texas.
1: Ooh, so do you have a topic for tomorrow?
0: I, apparently I do.
1: <laughs> I mean, you probably have to look into it more, I'm sure, but.
0: Oh, oh, I will, though. Wow, (laughs) thanks. You just did, like, half of my homework for me. Half of it is always just, like, the energy of deciding what to do.
1: (laughs) See, I have lists. I have lists of topics that I have to just pick one. But for me, it's, like, sitting down and doing all, like, taking from all the sources and then, like, writing. Like, it's the process. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Anyway. So this is the most haunted place in Texas, right? Okay. Well, my cousins were in for the summer and my whole family decided to go on one of the ghost tours that they have available. Everything is going just fine until they start taking us into the attic of one of the storefronts. First, (sighs) it's pitch black and has cubbies filled with darkness around every corner. Ew. I don't feel like it's that bad because there are flashes of light every few seconds because of cameras. Once we get up the stairs, I start to feel the stereotypical chills go down my spine and the hair on my neck rising. I'm trying not to be a chicken at the time, but now I know my intuition was telling me to get the hell out of the attic. Mm -hmm. Well, I start to feel a weight pressing on my chest like I'm about to have a panic attack. Girl,
0: get out of there. I
1: see a camera flash and then I see in the corner of the room that there's a figure in the corner with a pointed black hood and a glowing white skull face. Ooh!
0: Okay, well, points for the drama, whoever this entity is. <laughs> He's right? like, I'm really going to serve it today.
1: <laughs> it, like, I'm picturing... Um, Almost like a Grim Reaper, movie, I guess. As Above, So Below. Have you ever seen that?
0: Oh, no, that's not one I've seen. Oh, it's on my list it. to it's watch. It's my
1: favorites for some reason. It's, there's a part where there's a thing with a pointed black hood and has like, not quite a skull face, but like Mm -hmm. a white face. I'm picturing something like that. Okay. (laughs) It was pretty good. Pretty good. Anyway, another flash goes off. I feel frozen in place with my heart racing and it's gone. Needless to say, I ran from the attic. I had to get out of there while I still could. Scariest moment of my life, but it gets weirder. Both of my cousins saw a fragment of this ghost throughout the evening. Ew. My cousin Brianne saw its fingers in black hood coming out of one of the cubbies. And her little sister Leanne saw the figure in the corner before I did. I didn't realize that they left before I did. How they were smarter than me. If you thought that it couldn't get any crazier, just wait. And I swear that this, th- this is what happened. My Catholic mother can attest to it. The tour guide comes after us as I'm trying to get my breathing under control and I tell her what I saw. Uh, this is heading exactly where I thought it was going. Okay. Oh, no. Um, she just looks to me and says, wow, well, we don't usually tell our our guests in fear of freaking them out, but the attic used to be a meeting place for KKK members.
0: Hence the hood. Wait, I thought it was a black <laughs> pointed hood.
1: Well, remember, do they, the do they used we... to
0: use black or does do particular members use black? I'm just ignorant of that fact. I, I thought think it was it's always white. always
1: white, but you got to remember, like I said, I think pretty sure it was the last episode that not everything is going to show up in the colors that we see. Right. So it oh, could be so that true. it wasn't so much that they were literally wearing black, but maybe just the shadow of it was looked black.
0: Mm hmm. Okay.
1: possible I don't know
0: or they just you know they're like black is more slimming I'm in the afterlife now it just all fits
1: I can hide a little bit more (laughs) I get it It wasn't cool to be in the KKK I don't want everyone to see me if you happen to see me like just see me a little bit yikes so one of the members of the KKK committed suicide (gasps) out the window of the attic
2: oh my god
0: Wow, well, so that we all trapped. I mean, why
1: else would he kill himself? He realized I am a dumpster fire person doing really mm-hmm. shitty things, and for some reason, this is my only way out. Poor, and then, Apparently like, not resting in peace. and then he's just, like, stuck <clears throat> wearing
0: that uniform for eternity. I guess that's what he gets. I don't know.
1: Right. Unless he believes he's stuck. Maybe he just, well, I don't know. There's so many theories out there now. There are. Uh, the, the you move on, but a part of you can be stuck. Yes, definitely believe that part of you would be stuck if that was the kind of life you had. Hopefully, that means he feels sorry and learned a lesson. Anyway, she has a last story here, and this one's a witchy one. Mm. She writes, My significant other and I had been feeling a kind of menacing spirit within the house. He's very spiritual and in tune with actual spirits. I'm learning, but since I've been tuning into my witchy self, I've noticed the presence as well. Randomly one night, I could hear something coming up the stairs to my room, and I knew a spirit was there because my dog woke up out of a dead sleep and started staring at the door. A few seconds later, I feel a pressure on my thigh as if a hand is touching me, and my dog, who never growls or barks, by the way, starts growling like crazy. I closed my eyes and said in my mind, I'm open to positive energy, but negative energy isn't welcome. If you want to talk to me, come to me in my dreams. I said this over and over in my head. Normally I'm okay with spirits, but he came to me in my dreams and I felt the menacing and somewhat angry energy. To me and my SO, it felt like a masculine spirit. Mm -hmm. Skylar felt the same energy I did. Felt the same energy I did when the spirit came into his dreams. Who's Sky? That's not the dog. This, that's the significant other.
0: That's the, that's the S.O., I'm, I'm assuming.
1: Why did I immediately think dog? That's a really cute name for a dog, though.
0: And, and the dog obviously felt
1: the, <laughs> the presence <laughs> as well. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I, I felt it was time to perform my first spell and cast a protective spell over my house. I created a spell jar that stays in my room. Since I created the spell jar on the night of the last eclipse, I hadn't had any run-ins with the spirit. I know it's unpredictable to use the energy to the eclipse, but it felt right to me at this time. I thought he was gone until one night he came back to me in my dreams. Now granted, I'm horrible at remembering my dreams and I never remember specifics. I remember a spirit banging and throwing themselves at the barriers of protection I created around the house. This is after I had cast my first circle of protection using the elements and the directions of a compass. This went a step further that I hadn't done before. I used a written form of calling up the elements to cast my circle before, but in my dream, I eloquently asked each element for protection and to cast out the negative spirit away from my home. My first banishing magic. I haven't felt any negative energy since. I would love to know your opinions on the whole witchy situation with the spirit oh she must be listening to older episodes i'm more like you melanie and i embrace the grayness of magic but i don't take kindly to spirits messing with my loved ones which is why i cast the spell of protection in the first place moisture eyes (laughs) moisture Again, sorry for the long letter, but I figured you might like three different types of stories. Love your podcast, and I can't wait to hear what else y'all have to say. Thanks for the podcast and listening. Ashley K. Blessed be.
0: Oh, nice shout out to Melanie. Yeah, she must obviously be in the the older ones. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, is she asking for advice on, like, how to banish the spirit? I'm not or sure the is witchy. She in... Just wondering if she um, likes working in the gray, as we'll call it, as she referred. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she has some curiosity about this mm-hmm. um, if any spirit, insight, but...
1: maybe
0: yeah. I'm just, you know, I think if if you ever feel that it's too much, you know, even if um, a spirit doesn't have to be, like, evil for you to um, have the right to have your boundaries, if that's not, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of spirit that you want to interact with. So- sounds like they're sticking around. But, uh, yeah, I wonder if... Um, you try a few different things, few different methods of of protection, rather than just a single spell jar. Maybe it just needs a little more oomph.
1: I, I see, and I'm always of the mind that, I I can't say that not a single energy. Isn't negative. Mm -hmm. But I I definitely feel like a lot of the times when it does scare us or feel like it's too much, that it could be us misinterpreting it. I think most of the time they're not. I think it's really rare to come across something like that. And I think a lot of the times when we do, it's partially due to our own filter of how we interpret those experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sometimes you know, maybe it's whatever it is just doesn't know boundaries. I always think if there's a a spirit that is bothering you, I think it might be fair to say, look, I don't like how you're coming at me. Mm -hmm. If there's something that you want or need from me, you can let me know peacefully and I will decide. I think sometimes if it could even be something or someone who's trying to get a message across to you for some reason and Mm -hmm. just immediately blocking them out might make them be like, fuck. Yeah, like I just imagine what if you had a really renegade spirit guide who's trying to be like, dude, you're going to get in a car accident next week. Be careful. And you're like, back off protection, man. And they're like, I'm for you, though. I'm not saying that's what this is.
0: <laughs> yeah. And neither am I saying to completely block it out. I'm just saying, you know, definitely it's good for you to be aware of what is enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my next story is from Mindy Williams. She, her, hers. And Mindy says, I live in Fountain, Colorado in a small trailer park with my mom and our dog pocket. Oh, my. God, that is such a cute name. Stop everything. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) Send a pic of your dog, please. That's all I I care about at this moment right now.
1: We need to see Pocket.
0: And your story. I also care about your story. And here we go. Yeah. My dog... Uh, often stares at doors and he acts strange all the time but I think the time that we've lived here he's been around these ghosts and spirits so he's kind of used to it I've lived here since I was in high school I am now almost 30 years old I believe my house is a portal of some sort or there is a lot of spirits stuck here I think there's times when I feel my sheets being pulled and move when I'm in bed It keeps me up all night. Oh, I'm so sorry. I hardly ever sleep, and I only do if my boyfriend stays. I often feel scared because I feel like I'm being watched all the time, even when I'm in the shower. I don't know how to react to certain things moving or certain things happening in my life that are impossible. I've been trying to learn more about it through learning tarot and doing research. Your podcast has actually helped me to understand my empathetic ways, and I do believe that I am clairvoyant in some sort of way. But I haven't quite figured that out yet either. If you can get back to me with any sort of advice, or if you can call me and we can talk about some things that would literally help me sleep at night. I don't know how much of these you actually read, but I hope mine is one of them. Please call me at, insert phone number, obviously I won't say it on on the air, (laughs) You have no idea how many paranormal experts I've tried to contact and I never thought I'd get through to any of them but I keep trying because we need our peace and I want to help these spirits. I just don't know how. Thank you. And then she put like the smiley face with the hands emoji and then an emoji emoji with like swirls in its eyes and then the stars emoji.
1: Lot going on.
0: Yeah. So she's like excited to talk to us but she's also going through a time and also like stars all right so as far so again let me just backtrack here all right so just getting to sleep at night it sounds like you're having a lot of paranormal disturbances Mm -hmm. and that's honestly what i dealt with for most of my life Mm -hmm. um for me what helped was uh smoke cleansing and having protective stones by my bedside. Um that helped me a lot as well as kind of meditating, no, not kind of pretty much meditating before going to bed. And similar to uh I don't I can't remember their name, um the previous story you just read, Laura, mm-hmm. that in their mind they would say like I only let in um positive you know positive spirits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one way that I would talk to spirits when they would come and disturb me disturb me in my sleep, is I would tell them, um, "I'm not sure who you are, but I'm not open to that right now." Um, if you are lost, try to look for the light. Um, that was something that a medium had, you know, given to me as advice that I myself am, I guess, particularly a beacon for. Mm -hmm. Um, for spirits that are kind of just like trying to cross over because oftentimes they're confused and they may be gravitating towards, you know, a soul like yourself and they're just kind of trying to reach out or they're just stuck there and they're really bored. (laughs) Who knows, (laughs) right? Um, But, you know, I think if you communicate them in the mental way, As well as doing some protective measures of, like, cleansing the home. Um, That might help. Of course, make sure you use some, you know, ethical sources for smoke cleansing. Um, That's what's worked for me. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I also grew up with a lot of that. Every night I go to bed and it it felt like as soon as I was in bed and was turning the light out, it felt like my bed was surrounded by people. Mm. and if I let myself get relaxed enough, it sounded like a crowd in my head. And um, one thing that helped then when I was like really little was I slept with the light on. That just, that was Mm -hmm. enough to kind of tone it down. Mm -hmm. Um, But now that I'm older, I realized the light was really more of a, a distraction for me. It was enough of a stimulus that I wasn't relaxed enough to allow all of that in. And so what I started to do, was that bedtime was I would just kind of let it be known in my head um, that mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. I have to sleep. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to feel you. And that was it. And once I started doing that every night, I didn't experience nothing. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a little bit older, I've been more, not forgiving to them, but like if there's something that you have to share with me, You can do that in my dreams because, like I said, I need to sleep. But um, if you're just here, you can be here. I just don't I don't need to feel you. You know, this is Mm -hmm. a shared space, but like, let's be respectful of each other.
0: Yeah. Another thing I just thought of, too, is you can make try to make a sleep potion for yourself, like a sleepy time tea. Um, And you can look up different herbs that are great for sleep time but just you know in a basic you know herbalist knowledge you know have some chamomile tea maybe something mixed in with lavender valerian root extract is mm-hmm. always great mm-hmm. to dose your tea in with as well Passion um, flower passion flower is great elder flower as well so definitely you know and and you can just go to the store and there are sleepy time Tea blends oh yeah um and you can go and what makes it really a potion is as you're prepping it your intention and your mentality coming into it um so again like manifesting a good night's sleep um calming the brain down is just it's a really healthy way a healthy habit to have especially if you struggle getting a full night's sleep and that might help you get a more deep restful sleep so that you're not waking up so much like definitely gosh chamomile is so great because it's like um a nervine so it just like calms like the nerves and it's just brings mm-hmm. that anxiety down so helps
1: with tummy issues too
0: oh yeah <laughs> people don't know like my mom she was going through like horrible like stomach spasms like cramps mm-hmm. and i had her drink on and off some ginger tea with some chamomile tea it's very anti spasm. spasm it's Mm -hmm. an anti-spasmodic oh god this every 15 minutes i swear to god anyways um yeah
1: so if you're experiencing diarrhea go ahead and have some chamomile tea (laughs) (laughs) not to take it there i just feel like people should know that it helps
0: oh chamomile is amazing it's one of my favorite herbs just of the plethora of things that it does for you. It's also an um analgesic an anal... analgesic. Analgesic, thank you. I always want to say analgesic. Analgesic basically means like painkilling. Nums, mm-hmm. Brings down the pain. Um okay. It's
1: so easy to grow.
0: Oh it is. It so is. <laughs> it's great.
1: Yeah.
0: And I like the flavor too. Some people, you know, sometimes you have like a rec- an herbal recommendation and you're like great but it doesn't like taste great <laughs> valerian root extract can be like that um, i love it
2: though
0: i mean the the effects are amazing but it's like mm, yeah. you want to kind of mask that taste <laughs> but chamomile right. just has a great floral apple kind of flavor it's it's really nice yeah all right Your next
1: story? Okay, my next story. I've got one from Allison, she, her, hers. And she writes, hello, lovely ladies. My name is Allison. I currently live outside of Joshua Tree National Park. And I found your podcast, or after a recent job promotion, left me with an over an hour long drive one way. And I absolutely love it. I had a very crazy experience recently, and I felt that you guys would appreciate the story of how I accidentally realized I have a close connection with a true crime story.
0: Whoa! Okay,
1: hold on. I haven't done my research for true crime yet, so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard of the Aaron Corwin murder in 29 Palms. Long story short, a young Marine wife is killed by her lover in June of 2014. Despite living in the area at the time, I never heard much about the story. I finally heard about it after the Dateline special in 2016 highlighted a horse rescue in our area where Erin and her lover murderer, Christopher Lee, spent time. My friends would tell me about it, but I never bothered to watch it as I was already upset over Dateline's portrayal of this rescue. However, wait, what rescue? What's a the horse rescue? Who would it rescue? Wait, what? Well, there was a horse rescue, and she was Uh upset over the portrayal of the rescue of the horse.
0: Okay. So I guess it, like, wasn't accurate or something?
1: I don't know. I don't know where the horse comes into this. Anyway. I want to do research later. (laughs) However, it did click with me that in October of 2014, I had been offered a chance to live rent-free at said horse rescue.
0: So at the place where the horse rescue is. Right. Like a horse rescue like place.
1: Yeah. I thought I heard chattering. Oh, okay. I just had to move out to the old tenant's belongings. I declined and I'm very excited I had done so because I discovered that the tenant was Christopher Lee who had recently been arrested and thrown in jail. (gasps) Oh. Murderer's home. Wow. I, where do you live at a horse I I've So many things I'm going to have to look up.
0: Well, I mean, there might be like a barn or like, you know, just mm-hmm. like a home that's on the property that they I rent out. I just have out. to look
1: it up because I put a picture in my brain as I read this and I'm not sure that it's accurate. Because I am picturing a barn, but I'm picturing, like, sleeping in the hay, and I know that's not right.
0: Uh, That's probably not what she was signing up for.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I I am not in trouble. Sleep in the hay. (laughs) Get a little bit of a baby Jesus experience. (laughs) Okay, where was I? I didn't think much about the case until recently when Lifetime premiered a movie based on the story. I decided to do more research and discovered something. I had actually known Aaron Corwin. (gasps) What? Here's where the story takes a turn towards absolutely insane, and I really wish I was making some of this up. In January 2014, I was working as a horse trainer for a man that I later found out was pimping out his 60-year-old wife to pay the bills.
3: Ew.
1: Way different direction than I thought. Whoa. He approached me one day and said a group of Marine wives were coming to see the horses. They wanted to ride and my horse was the best one for them to ride. So he offered me half the amount they would pay. I agreed. I was already annoyed because I had figured out something was wrong at this place. Didn't know about the prostitution yet. Hmm. And I was trying to find a way to get myself and the horses away safely. It didn't help that two of the girls who came were trying to tell me how to train and giving me advice that I thought was really stupid. She might be a Virgo. The one girl started talking to me about how she was a horse whisperer. It took everything in my power not to laugh in her face when my horse refused to walk. when She tried to ride him. He would do that anytime a beginner would try to ride. I really love that. She started talking with me and told me all about how she had just moved out here from Tennessee to follow her husband in the Marines. We then proceeded to have a conversation so memorable memorable to me, I can still recite it word for word. Okay, wow. how am I going to do this so y'all know who is who? Okay, okay, this is this is the conversation. Why is stressing okay. you out? So, how old are you? Twenty three. So you're married with kids? Um, no, I'm not. With the most innocent, normal, non judgmental expression on her face. Oh, what's wrong with you? Excuse me? Nothing. Everyone I know who's 23 is married and has at least one kid. I can't wait until I get pregnant. Getting married was the best thing that ever happened in my life. How old are you? 19. Oh. Honey, you haven't even had a life yet. I then swung up on the horse I was about to do a training ride on and opted for a trail ride that would get me away from this girl in about six months that girl was murdered by the man she was having an affair with and I'm not sure how to feel about my parting words to Aaron I will say this if Lifetime would like to add the scene to the movie Secrets of a Marine Wife I would be happy to help get the scene just right I also volunteer to play myself in this scene (laughs) Man.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, so that's what she's saying. So they portrayed like a scene at the horse rescue. And or they it wasn't up.
1: Just... A... Maybe. Interesting. Now I want to say do so I have lifetime? I don't know that I have lifetime on anything. Wow.
0: Well, I'm going to look up that movie.
1: Same. Secrets.
0: Thank of... you so much for writing that in, Allison. Allison. Also, congrats on your promotion. Yeah. That's awesome. And we're so honored that you want to listen to our voices on your way to it. All right. This next story is from Emily Holbert. She, her, hers. And Emily writes, I have recently found your podcast on Spotify and fell in love with it. This has definitely helped me me to be positive and confident about being a witch. I do have a story dealing with a darker entity. After my parents got divorced, my mother and my sister and I moved into a small apartment. It was fine at first, but my sister and I both were deathly afraid of the dark, or rather, what came out in the dark. We always felt super uneasy and, un- and afraid constantly. My sister and I always would feel something ju- jump on our bed when we had no animals in the house, uh, we shared a bed so we would always roll over and say the lord prayer the lord's prayer hoping it would go away finally my mother moved because my sister and i had a hard time uh uh uh-huh. oh, wait. finally my mother moved because my sister and i had a hard time like she moved away i know they maybe
1: out of that house
0: i know they got divorced my sister and i moved into a small into a small apartment blah blah, blah. Oh, I don't know. I guess. Okay. Eventually, my sister stayed with my dad. Okay. And I stayed with my mom. Okay. I was wondering, like, why the separation of the sisters. Okay. Um, With each move, I felt this horrible thing getting close. One night at 15 years old, I laid in bed watching The Simpsons when I felt this blanket of evil and the worst feeling come over me. I sat up in bed quickly and slightly looked down the corner of my bed and heard this raspy, deep, horrible voice say, I will kill you and your mother. I will never forget that voice and I was completely paralyzed. I wanted to run, scream, something but I felt like I was being held down. I stayed up that whole night. Finally, when the sun came up, I got up and looked under my bed. Probably not smart, but oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My my closest uh looked under my bed oh, looked under my bed, probably not smart, but oh well, my closet and in every corner of my room to make sure no one was in my room. I walked out to the living room with my mom calling her friend, telling her that she needed to come over now. I went up to my mom to see what was wrong. My mom was in tears, and on her neck she, mo- she- my mom had a rope burn around her neck. I was in shock and became instantly scared. She said, did anything weird happen last night? I said yes and told her exactly what happened. She instantly became white and told me she woke up gasping for air and went to the bathroom and saw a dark figure in the hallway, then turned on the lights and went to the bathroom to see the rope mark around her neck. After that, her friend came to cleanse our home of this horrible demonic thing. After that, I never felt that again. I never believed in demonic things till that day, and I will never forget that feeling. Well, now that I have, uh, well, now that I have shared this, I better sage the heck out of the house or I'm gonna have night terrors. Hope you enjoy the most scariest experience. Thank you so much for doing this podcast again. Sincerely, your new witchy listener, Emily.
1: Um, so is it not happening anymore? Well, she said that like when the,
0: when the mom was, when she like found her mom the next morning, she was calling a friend. That friend came over and cleansed the house and I guess it hasn't did i
1: miss
0: that they cleansed the house okay yeah yes um she said blah 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 let me go back um after that her friend came to cleanse our home of this horrible demonic thing Oh. after that i never felt that again i don't know how how they cleansed it but apparently they did Mm -hmm. um sometimes i wonder too though like ghosts can also just be serial killers
1: Totally. Who knows what kind of life I, they have. I
0: feel because there's like a tool involved. I don't know why. I feel like because it's tool involved it sounds like just like a really nasty garbage person in the afterlife.
1: Right. But then I also have to wonder too, to do something to like, like that to that a person. Powerful. I mean, to leave a mark, that's that's like another level. That is And I also level. have to wonder too, how if the divorce factored into things at all hmm um i know like we've talked about poltergeists before and how those can manifest often um usually it's younger girls but like a divorce i don't know how things went down well
0: this one happened when she was 15
1: right well i'm thinking the mom the mom went through a divorce you know i mean maybe it maybe it was manifested from the girl maybe it was everybody It could have just been like a lot of
0: a lot of negative energy. Like all of that is so tough to go through as Mm -hmm. a family. Um, obviously it's not easy on either of the parents, let alone the children that understand it even less. Mm -hmm. Um, all of that negative kind of sorrowful energy could have culminated into a poltergeist, or it could have fed something. One of those few entities who are just truly like bad and evil and right. let it kind of charge itself and be able to harm you guys but I'm so glad that you're able to be rid of it so quickly like it didn't spiral yeah. too out of control that's um that's wild though yep definitely smoke cleanse do some uh do some meditation just like I told our li- our listener a couple stories ago <laughs> Um. Thank you for sharing that story.
1: Yeah, that's wild. All right. Okay. Last story is actually a question, and this is Brianna. I think one of is she one of our country members. It's been so long. Um, we're so sorry. She's <laughs> she's messaged in before. Um, wait. Brianna, fuck it. I just needed to scroll. Okay. So she's a question. She says, Mm -hmm. Hello, witches. I hope you're both having a fantastic day. I was wondering what your thoughts are about deja vu. Do you guys have any theories on what this pretty common human experience is? I had this theory in high school with my friends that we live in the same timeline over and over again, like everything is happening at the same time. As I am living this moment, my great great grandmother is also living. Her life and my great-great-granddaughter hers, like time is a giant circle. So I thought deja vu was just us remembering that moment from the last time we experienced it. I also like the thought that we are remembering from the beginning of our lives when we are shown our life, how our lives will play out. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm super excited to hear. Um, I will start by saying that that's exactly what I've always thought of deja vu, is that we experience everything all at once um i also like the theory that um the universe expands and contracts and then Mm -hmm. just has another big bang and expands out again and then contracts and but every single time it's the same thing happening over and over again so whether that makes it a different timeline or you know however time fucking works i don't know
0: there was a very interesting um Theory that I read that was more of a scientific theory. Mm-hmm. Like I believe in deja vu as far as like as its like clairvoyant ish you know existence, but I I do think that sometimes it can happen just like it within our minds. And it was very interesting. I'm obviously yes. I'm not a neuroscientist, so I couldn't understand most of it. But pretty much the nuts and bolts of this article was saying that sometimes when we experience a moment. Our brain is storing it as a memory quicker than we are actually perceiving the mm-hmm. the moment itself,
1: yeah.
0: hence the familiarity of it. I will say that 90% of my deja vu, I've, dream- I've dreamt before, and it's like tiny little snippets that, out of context, don't make any sense to me, and I'm like, that was a weird part of my dream, and then the next day, it'll happen, and so it'll be like... Okay, now she's gonna say something like this, and then they say it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it it depends. Maybe uh, it can be like a sort of clairvoyance thing. I think it, I definitely believe that it can also be our, you know, a two timelines or whatever, um, touching for a little bit for that moment, or if we're. Living like the same life over and over again. Like, are we just remembering? Oh, this kind of went down very similarly <laughs> in my previous right. life. There's so many different theories out there. I think they can all be possible. Um, but my personal experience with déjà vu has has been that that I've actually like dreamt it more than I have, like, oh, like this seems familiar, but I can't put my finger on it.
1: Hmm. Mine's never been, like, a dream. Like, I've dreamt it before. But when it happens, yeah, it's almost like I can, if I tune into it, I can kind of keep it going <laughs> to oh, the really? point where I can start to, like, predict what's going to happen next. Oh, cool. But it hasn't, ha- like, I, it's not me being like, oh, I dreamt about this. It's, it's literally like, I feel like this happened before. I know it didn't, but I feel like it did. Mm-hmm. And then as long as I kind of, like, stick with it and not like I don't I don't really know how to explain it I feel like I spent almost an hour once with like with that feeling of deja vu and it was bonkers that's the only time it's ever been hmm. that long
0: wow that is a super long time because usually <laughs> it's just like less than a minute yeah um yeah for me I noticed that I gather a lot of like my in intuition or clairvoyance when i'm dreaming like when i've experienced um like seen past loved ones it's been in a dream and i can Mm -hmm. tell the difference between it just being a dream of them versus a a dream visitation and i just i i don't know there's like that's just i guess like my prefer my preferred mode of input is through my dreams um there's been a l actually I had a really, really wild dream that I actually wanted to tell you about that I think was a little more symbolic. Um mm-hmm. but I don't know, I can we can talk about that later after we're done recording. Um <laughs> but yeah, I you know, Deja vu is, is really, really interesting and that'd be cool to just do its own episode on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like as part of like a paranormal topic, maybe.
1: Yeah. Might be a cool topic to have, like um, like a medium or somebody, somebody Mm -hmm. with some Mm -hmm. ability to come on and just. Sorry, I burped. Um, (laughs) to ask. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for writing in.
1: Yeah, that was a good question.
0: That was good. Do we have any more?
1: That's it. Now we just have our voicemails.
3: Uh, hi, my name is uh, Colleen and my pronouns are she, her. Um, you might want to use a transcription of this because uh, <laughs> I suddenly got some intense phone anxiety. But anyway, this story happened during quarantine and um, it's pretty silly. Uh, anyway, I was working from home for the entire time and um, I was in the bedroom and my partner was out in the living room and we were both working. And from about April to June, um, maybe July, I kept hearing knocking around the room of varying intensity and varying speed. At first, I thought it was going to be an AC thing. And then later, um, I <laughs> uh, I started thinking of maybe something else. Um, but I never said anything about it. Because he never um, mentioned it either. But finally, he came in the room one day to talk to me. And he heard it, too. And it was really loud and really fast. And he was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, oh, you hear it, too? And then it just stopped. And it never came back, um, like, for the entire time. Um, and if it was dripping from the AC, it probably wouldn't have just randomly gone away the moment it was acknowledged. So... Yeah, it was just really funny.
0: So anyway, uh, thanks. Bye. That's me in the afterlife. I just want attention. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just have some validation, please?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. Off to the next spot.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that though, Colleen. Um, I'm so glad that you were able to have that validation from your partner. Yeah. Because like sometimes you experience things and you're like, "Am I crazy? Maybe I like misheard mm-hmm. it. Maybe like my mind is playing tricks on me." But really hard to dispute it when someone else experiences the exact same thing while you are.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting for that. Lately, I've been hearing um, noises coming from the kitchen, mm-hmm. it's like. Forever ago, it was just like footsteps. I actually woke Graham up one night because I'm like, somebody's in the house because it was that loud Mm -hmm. to me and uh, nobody was there. And now lately, it's like, I'll be in the bedroom while Graham's gone at work. It's like 930 or something and he's still, I know he's at work. And I'll hear footsteps and then like something's being set down and I'll be like, it's too early for him to be home. What's going on? And I'll go out there and there's nobody there. Or or it might be like um, stuff's drying next to the sink, like dishes and stuff. And then it sounds like something's being like picked up and then placed back down. Hmm. Like random kitchen noises. And yeah. I have not yet had it happen when he's able to hear it. And like a couple of times he's had headphones in. So I'm like, did <laughs> you course. hear that? And, he's, and he takes it out. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. That must One have been day. good to feel validated.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: All right, what's the next one?
1: Okay, here's the next one.
2: Hi, my name is Mindy Williams. I just left you guys a message on your website, but um, I am kind of stuck here. I live in uh, Fountain, Colorado, and I live in a trailer park here. And I think my house is some sort of portal um, of some kind. There's a lot of spirits here. I've lived here for almost um, 17 years, and I've been around these spirits for a long time. They like to move stuff, and sometimes when I'm in bed, they pull on my sheets, and I've learned not to react to them, but I just want to help them and possibly get them out. I just listened to your guys' episodes about, um I don't know, you guys were talking about helping them cross over, and sometimes they don't know how to cross over or that they choose not to. I just need some help. I lose a lot of sleep at night. It's just me, my mom, and my little dog, and He's not even scared of him anymore because he's been around him so much. Um, sometimes I do catch him barking at the door or just staring at – mostly it's in my room. Um, I get a lot of activity, but it's even in the bathroom. I feel like I'm being watched, and it's kind of scary. I know you guys said not to be scared, but I really am sometimes because I feel like maybe the spirit is violent. But it's several spirits. That's what I don't understand about it. It's um it's a portal that's, that's the best way I could explain it. Um, I've been learning more and more about how to deal with spirits, and I've been trying to learn tarot and just kind of get in touch with my more um clairvoyant abilities. Um, I could kind of sense the future, and I could kind of tell when things are going to happen. I'm definitely an empath. I can feel other people's emotions and help. I help people. Um. I'm a lot of my friends' therapists, but I actually clean for a living, so um I don't know. I enjoy it, but um I've been listening to you guys' podcast, and it's been really helping me, so the likelihood of you guys actually listening to this, I don't know if you will or not, but I've been trying to reach out to several paranormal, paranormal experts, but no one ever gets back to me, and um I don't know why, but I just need help. And I don't know why they're pulling on my sheets. It's really fucking annoying. I'm <laughs> really tired of it. And um, um, so it's, they're getting more powerful every day, and that's why I really need to get them out. Um, there's no evidence of anybody dying on this property or anything like that. So that's just a weird thing. Um, yeah, I think you guys are great, and um, I wish I could be more like you guys, more spiritually in attuned, and had more time to.
0: Well, there's three minutes.
2: Dang. Okay.
0: 2.59. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, Mindy, thank you for your voicemail. I know we just read your story, but I think hearing your voice and hearing you explain it again helps us. I mean, I, we, I hope that the advice we gave you after we read your story um, helps. As far as, like, let me just make it very clear that we are by no means, like, paranormal experts we are speaking from Mm -hmm. like our experience as well as hearing you know other stories and having done our research on other paranormal occurrences outside of our own experiences but we are not paranormal experts however um you sound super overwhelmed yes and that can definitely feed that energy too it's kind of which isn't fair because it's it's like a cycle Exactly, because it's like, okay, well, this is how I'm reacting to it. How do I stop it when it just keeps happening? Um, yeah, it sounds like you need to try to set some boundaries and gain some some control back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and often, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily just because uh, an entity is, is noisy that it is bad. Um mm-hmm. it could be like in our previous story that it's seeking validation or it's simply confused. Um it could be angry at its own situation not necessarily at you. I would also take how your dog is handling it as a pretty good um compass. Yeah. He's kind of going to be your canary really in the mine, right? Um if he's used to them, you know, it seems like cuz if dogs know, if they are a threat to you, your dog will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Like, maybe he's a little annoyed and he's barking at the door or something, but if he's more or less just kind of copacetic at this point, it could just be that they're kind of just doing their own thing. Um, it It could be that your area... Is a portal? It could be that you are near a big body of water. Are you near a lot of limestone deposits, or even like flagstone? I would put my
1: money on you. Just you have abilities, and it, you're they're growing. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I would assume. yeah
0: Um, I think, yeah. If if this is the case, like she might have like a choice of, um, you know. You have to gain control back in some way. So for me, like when I started having all my experiences and they were getting too much um, because it's what I I needed at the time, I made it really clear that I did not want to partake in those clairvoyant Mm -hmm. abilities. And I'm not sure if everyone is able to do that. I was able to do that just with kind of like a lot of mindfulness. Um, And so you can either swing that way or the opposite being... Claiming your abilities um reaching mm-hmm. out to a medium um and this is hopefully an episode that we will have for those of you interested in fine tuning your um clear abilities um mm-hmm. it's really just it's just that fine tuning it, working on your intuition if you're into crystals um Moonstone is my particular favorite stone for intuition and um dream work, especially if you like that, but um yeah, start. I guess like, I don't know, I, I, my answer to everything is always like meditate, but just being still for a moment and kind of trying to sense, you know, what you're feeling can can help you really lessen kind of the the chaos um, and definitely listen back to our I smell dead people living with the six Clares" episode. We have some pretty good advice yeah. that I can't I can't list off of the top of my head at this moment
1: yeah i ultimately though i think if you're dealing with spirits in your home that are comfortable um on one hand like i said i think you it's probably because you have abilities but they feel comfortable around you and that's not necessarily a bad thing um but i my advice would be to kind of treat them like kids like <laughs> mm-hmm. keep them in line like if they're waking you up at night because they're pulling on the sheets you need to be like a parent and be very firm and say, you're not allowed to do that. If you want to be in the room, you can be in the room, but you have to be quiet and you can't touch me. Yeah. And just Boundaries. leave that very firm. This is how it is. It's not anything upsetting. Um, It's just that this is what I need from you. And setting that expectation. Um, And you could also, um, I've had several mediums who have recommended this is you literally just imagine light around you. Mm, Like it, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't feel real, if it feels very fake, if you're literally just thinking the words, there's light around me, that's enough. That's all you really need to do. Um, And you can call on spirit guides and simply say like, I'm getting overwhelmed. I need you guys to step in in any way that you can um, if I if you have advice for me, give me that at least. It's anything, and they'll they're there, so they can help you.
0: That's that's really good advice. Fuck,
1: maybe it's even them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? You just have like really raucous <laughs> spirit guides.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, look at the moon. Look at the moon. <laughs> Come
0: look at the moon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think that's everything we have for today. This is a bit of a longer listener stories episode than we usually have, which is great.
1: Yeah, we we had some good stuff.
0: We had some great stuff. Thank you to each and every one of you who wrote in and called in. We appreciate all of your stories and your questions. We always love connecting with you guys and as I said in the beginning of the episode I missed our listeners like y'all are awesome so awesome just I don't know love hearing from them love hearing your questions we're at your service but
1: we have boundaries so not like 24 7
0: but yeah mm -hmm. to an extent (laughs) (laughs) we're at your service every 13th of the month (laughs)
1: <laughs> but we do like to respond yeah. to stuff too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and we're pretty responsive that. on like Instagram as well. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: you can reach us there. Um, so if you'd like to write in or call in for a future Listener Stories episode, again, we do this once a month, every 13th of the month, with the exception of this one that's coming in, you know, 24 hours late. That's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> visit our website, thenewwitches.com, go to our contact page. You can fill out a submission form there, or you can email us directly at thenewwitches at gmail.com. Lastly, you can call us. Um, It goes straight to voicemail. Our Google voice number is 707-559-8111. And for that, you have up to three minutes to leave your story or question in our voicemail box. Um lastly if you'd like to follow us on social media, we we're just talking about Instagram, we're also on Facebook, um Twitter, TikTok at the new witches, pretty much everywhere. And if you'd like to support the show, definitely give us a like, give us a follow, comment on our posts, but the best way to do it for sure is um rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and support our Patreon, become a Patreon member. You can find us on patreon.com slash the new witches. And we give our members exclusive benefits, monthly bonus episodes, private readings, um, really great stuff. So, yeah, that is it. I'm Maria. I'm Laura. And that I, this has been so long that I forgot how to do our outro. Our tagline? Our tagline be kind to each other, everyone. Stay safe. That's and not stay it, witchy. I yeah,
1: <laughs> keep it creepy.
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye.